With KSOM and KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. People with outdoor plans, please watch the weather forecast tomorrow and more specifically Saturday. Christy Carter with the National Weather Service in Des Moines says today will be mostly dry and quiet, but... We have kind of more showers and storms that return into the forecast really starting tomorrow, especially over the further western portion of the state. Um, so there is a marginal risk of a one out of five for severe weather across kind of the very western edge of Iowa and then as we move into Saturday, that risk kind of moves through a good majority of the state. Carter says the broadest storm chances will be over the west-central portion, extending to the east-central part of Iowa. So on Saturday specifically, we're looking at um, the thunderstorms kind of developing along a cold front, mainly through the afternoon and evening hours, but there certainly is going to be that possibility for strong to severe storms with hail, kind of the main threat at this moment, um, but we're also, there could be some damaging wind gusts, heavy rain, and we can't completely rule out the possibility of a tornado. So really the, the biggest takeaway here is to kind of keep track of the forecast, especially if you have outdoor plans on Friday night into Saturday. Keep your radio tuned to KSOM and KS95 for the latest severe weather updates. The latest U.S. drought monitor shows an expansion of drought conditions in Iowa. Small portions of northeast and east-central Iowa listed under the D4 exceptional drought category. The central and west-central part of the state is under D2 or severe drought. And D3 or extreme drought blankets much of the northeast and portions of southeast Iowa. The rest of the state falls under the D1 and D0 moderate to abnormally dry category. Well, a man who was found in possession of a homemade firearm pled guilty Monday in federal court in Cedar Rapids. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Iowa says 56-year-old Sam Bound Cam of Council Bluffs was convicted of possessing a smoothbore 410-gauge pistol, which was not registered to him in the National Firearms Registration and Transfer Record. In a plea agreement, Cam admitted that on April 14, 2022, he was in the Meskwaki Casino Hotel when he was involved in a scuffle with another guest and misplaced his backpack. Hotel staff subsequently found the backpack, and when they looked in it, they found methamphetamine and a homemade smooth bore for a 10-gauge pistol. On April 19, 2022, Cam returned to the hotel to claim his property. He admitted he had manufactured the firearm. This was a firearm that was required to be registered to him in the National Firearms Registration and Transfer Record, but it was not registered to him. Cam has a 1995 felony conviction for conspiracy to distribute cocaine, base, and methamphetamine, a 2017 felony conviction for possessing a firearm as a felon, and multiple assault convictions. Sentencing will be set after a pre-sentence report is prepared. Cam will remain in custody pending sentencing. He faces a possible maximum sentence of 10 years imprisonment, a $250,000 fine, and three years of supervised release following any imprisonment. An Omaha, Nebraska man was sentenced Monday to 151 months in prison for possession with intent to distribute methamphetamine, according to public court documents. 58-year-old Timothy James Monte was stopped for a traffic violation in November of 2022 in Council Bluffs, and a search of Monte's vehicle resulted in the seizure of approximately 6.5 ounces of pure methamphetamine. Monte must serve a five-year term of supervised release following the prison term, and there is no parole in the federal system. 
A winner said woman is dead after Madison County crash. The sheriff's office says 62-year-old Carol Harms' vehicle went off a coming road Tuesday afternoon. Investigators say she was the only person in that vehicle. Well, the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday approved a request from Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation to redistribute allocated funds from the Rural Pottawatomie County Infrastructure Coalition. Andy Billings files this report. Shalomar Mazetis, Rural Development Manager, told the board that the city of McClelland has declined their funds. Basically what they wanted to do, it turns out, even if they were to do the study, it's not going to serve them, unfortunately. The water pressure issue in McClellan is still a very serious issue, but unfortunately, they just barely meet the threshold of what is required by the state of Iowa. So um, we are back to the drawing board with them on hoping to help them figure out something. We just don't know what it is. The total amount they were giving to McClellan was going to be $12,105. Mazetta said the steering committee met last week and they decided they would like to redistribute those funds to Hancock's project. Hancock's project is still moving forward very well. It was originally estimated that Hancock's project, which is a lagoon repairs and water tower repairs, would be $200,000. The bids have come back at 613 so astronomically higher than what was anticipated. Our goal with RPCIC was to fund 12.1% of each of these six projects that we did. With the current rate right now that we are giving Hancock, which is $24,209, we would only be funding it 3.95%. So we felt since all the other projects are moving along fine and everyone's doing exactly what they should be doing with Hancock kind of getting given the last end of this, we thought it would be best for that $12,105 to go towards Hancock's project. Mazetta said that would bring them up to funding 5.93% of Hancock's project. So it's not much, but it does make a huge difference. As of right now, their debt capacity is roughly around $500,000. They have 0% debt that they have spent as of right now. That's up based off of the 70% of 5% of the evaluation calculation. And that means that they can borrow enough and make up the difference. And just barely with this additional funding, this will make their project to go. Supervisor's Chairman Brian Shea. I think that's a good way to switch it over and help our small town. They need it bad. Yes, they do. The approval by the supervisors was unanimous. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. More news on our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.